0: right now though stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration well hello everyone and welcome back to the divas at care my name is candace gish if this is your very first time tuning into the divas At care a huge welcome to each and every one of you we have now been doing this for over 12 years it's crazy how time flies uh, if you have a chance please go check out all of our hosts and all their amazing guests of the divas that care network um we are always so excited that We have new listeners checking us out. We have great topics. You know, there's always something interesting happening. And for all of you that have been with us this time, all this time, you know, we're so thankful for you. It's because of all of you guys that we've continued to do this program, and we're grateful to each and every one of you. All right, guys, guess what? It's that time of the month again, and I'm really excited because Brianna Kuhn is back in the house, and I haven't had a chance to talk to her for a bit here, and it's always exciting to have this amazing young woman on our program because she always gives us a lot of tips and tools to really help us in our businesses, so we're always excited to have her. So welcome back, Brianna. I'm so happy to talk to you again.
1: Thank you so much. I'm always super excited to come on the show and share you know, my little tips and tricks and Um, ways to better your digital marketing strategies for your
0: business. That is so cool. Well, before we kind of dive into today's topic, would you mind introducing yourself to perhaps our new listeners? Of course. Uh, So like you said, my name is Brianna, and I am the owner of Limitless Impact
1: Virtual Management, and I am a virtual business consultant and social media strategist. So I help all kinds of businesses in all industries who are needing that little bit of extra support, uh, whether they are not quite at the place where they can have a full-time employee or even a part-time employee, but they're juggling too many balls in the air and some of them are starting to drop. So they do, do need that little bit of extra support.
0: Why is it important to have a digital imprint out there? Why is it important to get out there and brand yourself digitally nowadays? Well, um, I think a lot of people
1: realized over the pandemic how important it was to have a digital presence because we were all stuck at home and we couldn't go to stores and brick-and-mortar businesses. So a lot of businesses had to pivot uh, to be able to, um, you know, accommodate their clients um, by getting their services or products uh, via online rather than in person. Um, but even before then, um, the strive to be on online and having a digital presence is so important with the adults that are coming in now into society because they grew up with social media and having a phone and having constant access to uh, the internet so and my demographic. Um, were my um, generation i'm twenty seven uh, we're kind of at that like in between where we grew up as a child, not necessarily having internet, but once we became you know a preteen teenager, <clears throat> we had access to that so it's something that we use when we're making buying decisions and people use social media just as they would google they look for you online on those platforms to verify who you are, what you do, what you sell, and what you provide. And that's the information
0: that they use in order to make a purchasing decision. And that's amazing. You know, there's a lot of people out there that were very hesitant, I guess you could say, to get onto social media. You know, in the beginning, even 10 years ago, didn't want to get onto Facebook, didn't want to get onto this because they were They didn't like how it was going, but it's almost like you realize you have to do it and you're trying to figure out how to maneuver it in a safe and appropriate way. But now there's so much out there, so it's almost overwhelming. How do you help these people get out there? So being on
1: social media um, as a business owner, you don't necessarily have to be on social media personally. You don't necessarily have to have a personal uh, Facebook page that you use Um, all the time. I mean, you do have to have a page or a profile in order to set up a business page, but you don't have to use it. And the same thing with Instagram. You don't have to have a personal one, but you should have a business one. And the same thing for TikTok, Pinterest, and all of the other different platforms. And you got into business for a reason. You're an expert in whatever product you sell, service you provide, and whatnot it doesn't mean you have to be an expert in social media. You know, as a business owner, you can only wear so many hats before you hit burnout, um, where you are basically have sold every hour of your day to your business. And it's just not feasible. Uh, and it's okay to admit that you're not an expert at everything and to get that outside support and help. Um, so I help all kinds of business owners, like I said. Um, that have all different knowledge um base of social media, whether they're have no education on social media or they are on social media for their personal use and now they're looking for the business or they've been dabbling with the business side of it, you know they've seen some results, but they know that it could be better, and they're just not sure how to do that, so they reach out to someone like me who is considered to be an expert in this field, to help them push their digital presence further to grow
0: their business. I love that because it really is. This is how we're going to be starting to market ourselves. You know, It's not necessarily television and newspapers and radio. It's really getting out there into other avenues like this. Well, exactly.
1: And don't get me wrong. Those you know, back to basics marketing, they still work, um, but they're definitely geared to certain types of businesses and the business models. And those kind of, you know, I don't want to say old school or old-fashioned marketing strategies, but those modes of marketing are, they don't work for some businesses, and that's okay. Um, And you need to be able to figure out what marketing avenues work for your business. And if you don't know, then you need help to figure that out. And if you
0: do know, then
1: how can you make it better?
0: And that's what I love having you on this program for, because we don't realize that sometimes we do need to ask for help. And like you were saying, we can't do it all, and we only have so many hours in a day. So, Brianna, let's talk about some of the things that you help people with to help them get to that digital success. Yeah, so
1: today I wanted to talk about new business owners and the must-to-do digital steps for their success when setting up their business. So, say you know um, Jane Smith. She is she's come up with this idea and she wants to start a new business. Uh, she's tired of the nine to five uh, nine to five grind in the corporate world, and she's wanting to create something for herself. Uh, So say that she has a product that she's wanting to sell that she's created. One of the most important things that you need to do first is once you've come up with a name for your business, you want to buy the domain and see if it's even available. Um, Even if you change your name down the road, that's okay. One of the most important things to do is you don't want to pick a name you know, do all your branding around it, and then realize that the domain's not available, and you have to, you know, um, kind of pivot from there after you've done all this work, um, or you know, a business already has that name. So you want to, when you first start in business, you want to establish what your name's going to be. You want to research that name on social media, on Google and it's super easy to find out if a domain has already been purchased or if it's available. You can do it through uh, GoDaddy. You just type in the name, uh, and it will show you what's available uh, for that name as well as how much it would cost. Um, So that's one of the most important things you want to do. I've had clients that, you know, they're wanting to start a business, and they told me their name. That's the first thing that I do is I research it see if there's anyone that's local that has that name. Um, You know, and if there there is, you know, we can kind of figure out if it would be okay to move forward with the same name and just geotag it uh, for the location that they're operating their business. Um, And the next step is going to be securing your social media usernames. So that is something that I've come across with a few clients that can be rather annoying is, you've done all of, all of this work and you're, you're really excited and you have your website up and everything, and then you go to do your social media and you can't have the same username because someone's already using it. So even if you're not going to be doing uh, social media uh, advertising posts, stuff like that right away, secure the account name just so that you can lock it in and you don't have to worry about someone else um, securing that name for themselves. Um, And the same thing with, and it just goes into the same thing with a domain. Um, The next step that I always recommend for new business owners that are starting out is to research your local competitors. Um, Start out local. See who's doing, you know, a similar idea or providing the similar service or selling the same similar product. See what they're doing. Um, You know, learn from their marketing strategies. You can tell what's working for them and what's not. And that's how you can start to brainstorm ideas of how to hit the ground running when you're ready to launch your
0: business. You know, because we don't think about stuff like that. How does it work when they're trying to market globally? So there's a few different strategies with it. So when you're
1: selling a product, it's a little bit easier um, to determine, you know, your selling range. So most businesses, when they first start out, they typically limit it to the country that they're in, and then they branch it um, out to the continent, and then they do it um, globally. And once they're able to do that, they're able to figure out, um, like, their margins for profitability with the product. Um, with a service, depending if you're able to do it virtually like I do, for example, or if it's you have to do the service, you know, in the person's home or, you know, you're a salon or something like that. That's one of the things that you want to establish from the beginning is what is your radius of the your clientele? You know, are they all over the world? Are they in a specific location? Is it more broad? And then once you're able to figure that out, then you're able to narrow it down to who is actually your ideal client, you know, making a client avatar. Um, What does this person do for work? What is this person's behavior, you know? um, What kind of income do they make? I like that. Um, Yeah. So once you're able to kind of figure those things out, you're able to kind of bring it in a little bit in the sense of um, niching down. And I don't like using the word niche because even with Mm -hmm. myself, I don't niche myself or my business. I want to be able to help as many businesses in all different stages of their business and all different
0: kinds of industries anywhere in the world. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? But I like how you said the researching part and trying to figure it out because sometimes we get so excited and we don't realize that. We just want to do everything and we – And then we lose it. We don't have anybody, right?
1: The thing, you want to be able to determine all of this information and knowledge first because I do understand that people get really excited in the beginning and they launch it and then nothing happens. And they feel that defeat and they feel like a failure. But it's not. It's just because they haven't done the research in order to figure out who their audience is and how to reach that
0: audience to tell them about their product or service. Exactly, and I like that we can hire somebody like you to help us out because every time I go online, it says there's a new social media platform opening up, there's more places to share your business, and it's like, oh, my goodness, there's like hundreds out there. Like, how am I supposed to narrow it down to what's going to fit me?
1: Well, exactly, and not all businesses should be on all the different platforms. And that's something that I talk to with a lot of my clients is once we've figured out who your audience is and where they're at, we're able to determine which social media platform you really should be on and which ones you should be focusing on the most. Uh, You can be on all of them. I mean, I am, but I don't use all of them consistently. Um, And that's one of the things with niching down is you're able to... Really fine tune your marketing strategies, and put in the effort, the time, and the money into the ones that you know are going to perform for you.
0: Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and there's well, a I really ton of free.
1: That. Yeah, and there's a ton of free resources as well that you can use um, to your advantage to do this research. And there's one of my. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about too is when you're marketing your business in the very beginning, you want to educate. You want to introduce yourself, who you are, who like what your business is and what you're offering, but you want to educate them with what it is that you are selling or the service you're providing. So if it's a product, before and afters, you know, the ins and outs of a product. And you want to be able to create a story with your writing as well as your graphics. And if you don't have a knack for writing, that's okay. You can hire a writer or you can use the resource uh, called copy. Uh, AI, and it helps you with copywriting and content writing for all different kinds of things, whether it's emails, uh, brochures, social media, whatever, there's tons of resources like that that can help you speed up the process, for one. But also, if you're not wanting, you don't have the capital to hire someone like me, for example, in the very beginning, then there is those resources at your disposal that you can use in the meantime while you're just starting out. That's perfect.
0: And for all of our listeners, Brandon, I love this part of it. Do you work with that individual? You know, they can determine how many hours, what type of a budget in order to work with you too. Yeah, so typically what I like to do when someone reaches out
1: to me, I like to have a discovery call, whether that's over the phone or over Zoom or if you're local, we can meet up for coffee as well. And I want to know about your business and why you got into business and, you know, what your passion is about your business and what you're struggling with. And once I kind of learn more about those pain points in your business, I'm able to determine you know, what it is that you're actually needing the most support uh, in, but also some of the, the extra things um, that I can help you with as well. And then from there, I'm able to determine you know, which package that uh, you would need, um and how much support you would actually need and generally like how long you would need to work with me. So, I know it's not good for my business, but I love it when I do complete like overhauls of businesses and then I get them to the point where it's, they don't need me anymore. Right? <laughs> yep. I think mean, that's um, awesome. Yeah, right? Like the whole purpose of my business is to support you and help you out, but you don't have to work with me forever. You know, like I want to get you to the point where, you know, your big business is big enough that you can hire a full-time employee that can take over my role um, and do all of these time-consuming tasks. And then we can just have those one-off meetings uh, and coaching sessions
0: instead. And that's absolutely perfect. That's why we love having you on here. So, Brianna, so tell me, what kind of tips and tools can you suggest for our listeners to get them going on the right track today? So, um, I have two pieces.
1: Uh, The first one is stay consistent. Use the same verbiage, the same colors, the same um, visual aspects to create a really nice flow to your website, your social media, your email marketing. Um, Make it recognizable, and people will start to recognize your business easier. And then the next part of it is less is more. People always ask me, well, how often should I be posting on social media? And like, you know, I don't know what to post about, so I'll just throw something out. And what I always say is less is more and quality over quantity. So if you have, you know, one post a week that is a really, really rich, good post and you can manage that right now, perfect. That's okay. You know, maybe it's three posts a week. Whatever you can manage at that point as long as it's consistent and the quality of it is superb, you're fine.
0: <laughs> I love that because a lot of people don't say that. They're like, you've got to get out there all the time. You've got to be posting consistently, like all the time. And it's like, sometimes it's very overwhelming, like you said, especially when you are a newer business. That's hard to think of, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. how am I going to get all these posts out there when I'm supposed to be doing all these other things? Exactly. And it is very overwhelming.
1: And, you know, that's what leads to burnout. But as long as, you know, and that's something that, yeah, sure, there's rules that you're supposed to follow to fall in line with the algorithms and for all the different platforms. Yes, there is those things. But you don't have to look at them as like a ball and chain or you're handcuffed to those rules. Like that's what creates stress and overwhelm around social media marketing for sort a of business is having to follow those
0: rules. But you don't. No, you can do what you need to do in order for you to be successful and being a person that's been in business for so many years and then starting to incorporate the social media aspect. I felt that. I felt that, oh my goodness, yeah. I can't keep up with this. And it, it does. You completely get burnt out and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to do any of it because it's just too much. So I, I love that you're saying, you know what, do what you can do. And if being consistent, if it's once a week, I like that because it's like, okay, it can be in my calendar once a week. I can do all my posts that week and that's it. And exactly, wow, that takes the stress out. I love it. Thank you so much for that amazing tip. You're welcome. So, Brianna, what is new with you? Like what else is going to be happening in the future here? Um, well,
1: business is
0: always growing. Uh,
1: so constantly looking for uh, subcontractors that uh, offer different services. So always growing my subcontractor team uh, so that my clients, Uh, have access to all different kinds of people, and I continue to be a one-stop shop. Um, It is summertime, so I'm looking for um, opportunities with clients that are, you know, kind of wanting to gain their freedom back, and that's usually the reason why people went into business. So I want to work with those clients that feel like they're handcuffed to their business, And they're wanting to, you know, loosen the reins a little bit, but they don't know how. Uh, So those are my favorite kind of people to work with right now to be able to give them back the freedom to show them the different processes that they can do that makes their life easier.
0: I love that. And what perfect timing. You know, especially since we've all been kind of cooped up for the last couple of years, we're able to get out and about and we're looking for that time freedom. And Brianna, you help people with that time freedom. I do, yeah. It's my favorite part of my business is because that's why I got into business. I love it. Well, Brianna, it has been a pleasure chatting with you. I, I love these calls because it's like, okay, what am I going to learn today? And I've been writing notes since so you and I have been chatting, and I've been looking forward to incorporating that into my business. So thank you so much for sharing all of your, your knowledge with all of our listeners today. You are so welcome, and it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Well, I can't wait to have you back again soon. All right. Well, and thank you to all of our amazing listeners that have been tuning into us As I said, that's why we do these amazing shows is so that we have the opportunity to learn from one another, to collaborate, and honestly, to make the world a better place. You know, that's what it's all about. If we can inspire one person, it's that rippling effect, and that's what makes us all happy and successful and And everybody around us is that way too. So I'm always excited about our amazing guests that come on our program. As I said earlier, make sure that you check out all of our other hosts and their programs because there's so many great things out there and everybody's so different. Um, So make sure you connect with them too. I hope that all of you have a fantastic day and please do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram,